Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? You know, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, etc., etc. How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. Who doesn't love free? And ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. That's right. Free platform, free sponsorship. What more could you ask for? So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, etc., go to anchor.fm slash start, anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Once again, that's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Please get started. It's all love. This is a great space for the creative Anchor podcast. Once again, that's anchor.fm slash start. Will I ride? Will I ride? Yeah. This ain't no podcast, it is a broadcast. Yeah. Yo, this the smartest and dumbest you ever heard. Intelligent and ignorant, you heard it first. Sipping on this brown with a brown skin Cognac and caramel skins with time beard Who you love, who you hate, well let's talk about it The hottest topics and best believe we ain't going gothic Hotter than the tropics, you looking forward, you know we got it See the bigger picture, no microscopic We the livest, know you tuned in Yeah we know you tuned in, nothing but a G thing All we missing is juice and gin Tying up the loose ends, we ain't ask for your two cents Special guests every single day and still no new friends Calm down youngin', I know you see that we running I promise that this ain't nothing compared to what's really coming Andre, I ain't talking 3000, I'm talking drumming off the glass when I dunk it, it's geese, just say you love it. Uh, this that ignorant, it's true like, yeah, getting jiggy on the mic, one, two, one, two, this that ignorant, it's true like, you know, sports, social commentary, women in life, yeah, this that ignorant, it's true like, uh-huh, getting jiggy on the mic, one, two, one, two, this that ignorant, it's true like, you know, sports, social commentary, women in life, that's right. My guy Wayne, how's it going? I'm good, man. How's everything? Everything is good, man. Thomas Beer here, Ignite Intelligent Podcast. You know, um, <clears throat> just want to thank everybody for liking and commenting, DMing, you know, subscribing. Uh, my man, just let me know I'm on my 58th episode. I didn't know. So thank everybody who uh, has been a guest. It's a future guest. Um, I'm about a year and a couple months in and... Man, I just, I just didn't think my, my show would be doing how it's doing, you know. Um, I just appreciate all the love and the support. I'm at my most humblest right now. When I do say that, uh, if I do approach you, if I do contact you, you know it's off the humble, off the strength. Um, man, you know, I got a great guy on the show today. Once again, joining me again, my guy Cash Wayne Campbell, you know. So go ahead and introduce yourself for future listeners and new listeners as well. What's going on, everybody? This is Cash Wayne Campbell. Um, you know, I'm a real estate mogul. Actually, the tagline is club promoter, from club promoter to real estate mogul. Um, you know, I, I do real estate here in the great state of New York. Um, I have a team of over 150 agents. Um, I manage uh, a brokerage here in Long Island, New York. I do real estate training um, not only locally, but internationally, um, on you know, okay. pretty much all over. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it's about, man. You know, what, what it is too, you know, um, can you talk about, 
you know, just for the audience out there, what skill sets, you know, we're going to jump right out, right out with it, Wayne. Definitely. <laughs> what definitely. skill sets, you know, what skill sets did you have to build uh, as an individual in order to get to that place where you can manage uh, over 100 agents, you know, and train, you know, all over nationally, even internationally? Just talk about the skills necessary uh, to not only manage yourself, but what it takes to manage other people to be successful. Yeah, man, I, I think um, the, the the first thing I really had to learn is just personalities. You know, when when you're dealing with not only yourself, you know, a, a lot of leaders are leaders, but they can't speak without putting I in the uh, in the equation, you know? So, um, yeah, you gotta, I had to look at it from a we perspective. You know, it's it's not only me; it's it's me and the team. You know, and deal and dealing with different people, I also had to learn um, how to deal with personalities. You know, different different personalities. I, I that you know I feel like that helped out a lot. You know, with learning you know different personalities and learning how to deal with different kinds of people from different walks of life. Hmm. You know, that's very important. You know, I think um, what, what I always speak on, right, is building relationships. And the importance of building relationships is not only, you know, to benefit you guys' business on, on other party, but it's also to learn who you're dealing with, right? A lot of times people out here doing deals and, and, and doing business and they don't even know the person they doing business or, or holding a, situ- a situation down with. So I think it's very important that uh, we have conversations before we do business. We have conversations before we develop relationships because uh, the most personal um, aspects of a person and their livelihood, the way they think, the way they move, their mannerisms, eventually that'll affect your business, right? Of course, of course. Because, you know, mm-hmm. you got it. When, when you are doing business, you know, that's, a, that's also a major part of it. You have to make sure the people that you're doing business with like and trust. Obviously, you know, you could get deals, you know, when you're working with people, you can get deals everywhere. You know, I was just telling someone this earlier. Um, I had two agents come come in and sit down with me and I would just explain to them, you know, you can make money anywhere. But one mm-hmm. of the major things that's important to me is liking the people that I work with, liking and trusting the people that I work with. You understand? And sometimes people would tell you it's about the money, but it's really not even about the money. It's just, I need to know once the money comes in, I can trust you. (laughs) You know that? Yeah, that's important. Because you can go out there and try to get more money anywhere. But the reality is, what's the sense of, what's the sense of going out there to get more money and you can't even trust that when the money comes in you will even get the money you understand yes and let me tell you something man just being raised how i was raised with my family and certain aspects of it you know um one thing i was taught from my uncles and you know my older brothers and everything it's like yo before any situation gets stable you need you need to be around people when situations are dysfunctional right because that'll test a person's uh, ability to think on their feet mm-hmm. right to be it, it'll also test a person's drive right their hustle their ambition because it's easy to be ambitious and motivated and inspired and all of this other stuff when you have stability the real question is the real test is what are you going to do when all the chips are falling you know what, what are you going to do when you got to worry about how you gonna feed you and feed your seed, feed your girl, feed your wife. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm. T- I want to talk about that. Like, Wayne, what do you? What What did you go through, or what sacrifice or sacrifices you had to make in order to uh, provide for the family? In order to say, hey, I've got a goal and a dream I want to excel at, but this is what I have to sacrifice in order to better not only my circumstance but the people around me. Uh, more specifically, you know, your children and your spouse. Oh, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, co- moving to the next level comes with sacrifice. A lot of people don't understand that. 
that you're going to have to sacrifice a lot to make it to the next level. You know, I remember at a point where, um, you know, when I first got started in real estate, you know, I was I was at a point where, you know, I, re I really wasn't making any money, you know, but I just believe in real estate, you know, um, and then I had a, something tangible, right? What's that? Said something tangible, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it just, I, I don't even know what it was. I just had like a, a burning desire to do well in real estate. And I was at a point where I just, I, I, I was just looking for something to do. I just finished college and all that, right? I, I went back to school, as most people would do, is try to go back to school to get more skills, right? To try and get themselves yeah. out of the situation. So I ended up doing that. And um, a good friend of mine, Reese Kenshin, uh, kept trying to tell me uh, to get started in real estate. So I said, you know what, I gave it a shot. You know, and as I started the classes, you know, I just had a burning desire. You know, I just felt like, you know, something drawing me to this, you know? And um, I had, I remember, like yesterday, I had filled out a couple uh, job applications and, you know, as soon as I got into real estate, because I always tell people, when you get started and, you know, you're doing something and you're about to do something great in your life, adversity happens, right? So every time, every time. So it's up to you to get around that adversity. And it's so weird that the adversity will happen right around the time when you get good news. So I, I was saying to myself, you know what? Um, these jobs are calling me. I, I remember I went to a job at uh, Raymore and Flanagan. Because as soon as I, I got my real estate license, all these jobs now started falling back. So I remember I went to... <laughs> right. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> I the irony, to, right? Huh? <laughs> I said the irony in that though, right? Yeah, it was just like they were, it, you know, pulling me away from what I was meant to do. You understand? Mm. Huh? Yeah. It's yeah. like they were pulling me over here to something, pulling me away. It was like meant to pull me away from something I was meant to do. So um, in that time frame, I went ahead um, and I, I went to the orientation. And I remember walking out of the orientation, like I went for two days, then I just left. Because I, I, all I could do was think about real estate. You follow? Mm. Huh? Y'all hear you, man. I'm listening to you. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm saying, you know what? I can make a lot of money in real estate. I remember going to the orientation. Then I left. Then a couple weeks later, this is like when I'm just right around the time as I'm getting my license. And then mm -hmm. I remember also Mercedes called me. You know, the Mercedes dealership reached out to me. And I started there, you know, and, and I was just giving that a shot. I went there for like five days and said, this is not going to work. So it was right around the time of tax return season. So I got my tax return. My fiance, she also got her tax return. And uh, I ended up telling her, like, listen, I'm going to be doing real estate on a full time basis. So she's like, well, what income? <laughs> check you check you immediately <laughs> check into you immediately, immediately. Like, hold that's on, what I was trying to find a job what about like, these bills though huh? <laughs> say what about these bills though yeah 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 yeah. of course of course <laughs> and um you know my daughter was just born around that time I remember her I think she was maybe about three months at the time maybe three three months at the time and, um, you know, at that time, man, if anybody out there who's watching who has any kids, I mean, you know, you're talking formula, which is like $40, I think. Um, I haven't bought formula in a long time, but it can get quite expensive, you know? So um, in that time frame, the tax returns had just hit, you know? Um, so I was able to kind of uh, live off that for a little while, the tax returns. Um, you know, I had, I had a little Honda Accord, a 1996 Honda Accord, um, which it was very cheap to maintain, 
you know. Um, so I had that. I remember going through hell with that. The the wheel had fell off one time. I'm going to a show. And, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> really, really, huh? Really. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. Like, you, you will be amazed. You will be amazed, right, at how even when you do reach like certain pinnacles of success where you get a couple dollars or you get a little stability, you kind of miss the grind, right? You kind of miss, <laughs> you kind of miss that shooter, man. You kind of miss, you know, the, the, even though you are still hungry, you still are chasing your, your passion and you still are passionate about it. It's something about the process from the foundation up Absolutely. that people try to escape and, and you can't escape the process. You can't you escape know, the so, process. It's, it's, yeah, and that's life. Absolutely. We were driving the other day in my car, and my homeboy, um, you know, because I'm the type of person that, I'm, like, my friends know me. I'm I'm the cheap friend. So I'll stick around. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick around. Frugal. I'll stick around. Huh? I said, same here. I'll stick around in the same car forever, you know? So my boy said to me one day, you know, I think it's time that you, you go try and get something different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, nah, yeah, I'm, man. I'm, 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 I don't <laughs> want no payments right now. I'm comfortable with what I'm driving. I'm driving the 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 because to me, you know, you know, a car doesn't mean your value. You know, a big house doesn't mean your value. You know, there's a lot of people who are driving these big cars around, but they can't even put gas in a tank. You know what I mean? So never, yeah. never feel like, uh, you know, um, something material, you know, is like that, you know, it, it makes you a person or it makes you feel a certain way. It should never be like that. You should feel a certain way first. And the material things is just an add-on to who you already mm -hmm. are. You understand? So yeah. my friend said to me at that time, the exact words, I think we should... I think you should go for one of those big body joints now, man. It's time, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm okay with this right here. You know what I'm saying? So um, shout out to my boy Dice too, David, uh, you know, always pushing me to, to do better. So uh, the other day we were driving um, in my in my car and he's like, yo, so the, the Honda passed by. It looks like the same Honda I used to have back in the day, the champagne color Honda. And he's like, they're going to owe you passing by. And that really stood out to me. You know, as he said, there goes the old you passing by. Right? And the people right. who are listening, you know, just understand that. Because sometimes we are not willing to change. We are, we are stuck in the old you. You're stuck in the past. You know, so it was good when he said, there goes the old you passing by. You know, another thing, you know, uh, when I first got started in real estate, I went down to Caracos, boy. You know, so I'm okay. I'm <laughs> I said, okay. I went down to Caracos. They had the three suits for $100. Three suits for $100. I wore those three suits. People probably didn't even recognize, but I wore those three suits. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys say, so, hey, you built your like rotation, year, Wayne. Huh? <laughs> I said you put it in rotation. Yeah, rotation, boy, rotation. I switched the, <laughs> I switched the pants with the top brown one with the black one. It just looked like different suits, and I was shocked. I always had the lapel, you know what I'm saying? And I was shocked. I bought three suits down by Caracos, um, and. Uh, I just, I had those suits and my friend said to me, I went, I went and I bought new suits now because uh, when I buy the suits now, being that I lost weight and everything, you know, as far as working out, those suits don't fit me uh, anymore, right? So I got rid of those suits and uh, my friend said to me, you know what, all of those clothes, that, that those big clothes, you got to throw them out. Because what's going to happen is if they're still in your closet, you're going to be forced to wear them. You understand? Mm -hmm. So sometimes we're, we're afraid to make changes 
And all we got to do is just really look inside the closet and clean it out if you catch the drip. I'm already hip, bro, because one thing about life and, you know, I'm 26. And when I talk to older people, they'd be surprised at my age and my conversation as well. But to me, a lot of the things people be in awe about for me is common sense, you know, or for me, it's it's just natural. You know, I just come with a lot of natural wisdom. But that's also from learning from other people's mistakes, right? Like when I was coming up as a kid, the kind of conversations me and you have off air and on air, I've been having since I was a kid, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So for me, it was like, man, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that. I took those thoughts and as I got older and matured and, and been through certain things in my adolescent, I said, man, I don't want to, I don't want to think like that no more. I don't want to be like that no more. Then I get into my twenties and I say, Hey, you, you, you need to slow down. You need to take a break. I was always in a, a, a reevaluating state of mind. If that makes sense. So just to piggyback on what you were saying, we have to be in a constant state, not only of evolution, but re but evaluation. You know what I'm saying? We need to evaluate what are we eating? What are we thinking? You know what I'm saying? What am I around? Do I did I change up my habits? You know, I know I, I had a regimen last year, but what about this year? I know I had uh, a, a daily task to fulfill for this six months, but what about the other six months? You feel me? Like, what are we doing as individuals to not only sharpen our mind, sharpen our lives and our lifestyle? But like you said, with your man, Dave, who was my right-hand man or right-hand woman to say, hey, bro, you need to get rid of the old Jew. I like what you're doing. I like the path you're on. But there's certain things about you. It's the old you is clashing with the new you. Absolutely. You feel me? So you're going to have to make, and this is for the audience out there, even your listeners, we have to make a conscious ultimatum. That's the most uncomfortable thing to make is an ultimatum, which means it's one or the other. It's, it's this or it's that. It's, it's no in between. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And that was we can't. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, but I'm just saying the in between are are excuses, and you know we don't want to make excuses for either side. So it's either you stick with the decision that's going to better you and make you who you are for a better tomorrow, or be in the middle and be indecisive and. I don't know and double dutching with your with your decision making on your life and be left on the wrong side of the tracks full of excuses still the same you the old you you know what I mean we got to be conscious and and be uh and be welcoming and be available be you know not be afraid of a fresh start to a new being to a new mindset to a new way to love to a new way to do business you uh, feel me absolutely man um you know, and I've been on both sides of the coin, you know, meaning, you know, prior to this, you know, I, I was in the entertainment industry, you know, and, and from and on that side, that's, you know, uh, more of a flashy lifestyle, you know, and um, in in real estate, you can actually go around someone, you know, I had a transition, you understand? I used to feel like, you know, I, I have to be wearing this i have to be driving that i have to be um you know i have to have this kind of watch you know the the material things coming from that side of the business then transitioning to this you know you go and sit down with somebody who you know like i met, I met with a guy one time man and uh you know he's telling me my next door neighbor across the street his taxes are a hundred thousand you know you know what i mean and you know what they have in the driveway I think they had like a nice Prius in the driveway, right? Um, but sometimes people like get into the, the the material things. I gotta have this to 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 validate me, you know. We no only thing this I want to speak on. You know, look to other people to value them, right? You know how scary that is to me.
Yeah, my, my bad, man. I had, my niece was calling. Oh. <laughs> yeah, man, the baby. It happens, man. brother. <laughs> but happens. like I was saying, you know, um, when it comes to how we treat our employees, how we treat people, how we treat our spouses, our friends, it's all a direct correlation and reflection of how you treat you, right? And nobody want to be around a nagging, grumpy old boss or a, a complaining, you know, mis- mistake-making, mistake-excuse-having uh, boyfriend or girlfriend or wife or husband. Like, we, we have to be so in tune with who we are that anybody who has an opinion about us, anybody who has any constructive criticism, we're open to it. But we also know that, hey, I know myself. I know my capabilities. I know my abilities. I know what I stand for. And most importantly, I know what I know. So it's like, we have to get to a place where we respect our position and respect ourselves so much that even if a person, they know I respect you, I care for you, I understand you, because you reciprocated that same energy. Be understanding. You know, be an open book, man. Be don't be afraid when other people challenge you. You feel what I'm saying, Wayne? Because even if we say how much we know ourselves, it'll take one person or one circumstance to test the real you. You know what I'm saying? And that can be so scary because it's like, oh, I you're blindsided because it's like I've been living my truth, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But you got to know that in other areas of life, man, you can get exposed. And that's okay. Because when you're exposed or when a person uh, challenges you, they're doing nothing but challenging your growth. So we can't look at every time we grow or every time we evolve or every time we level up, it's supposed to be a problem. Don't look at the problem as a problem. Look at it like I'm solving a better me. I'm, I'm making solutions and making ways for a better me. You know what I mean? No, 100%. Um, and I feel like, you know, a lot of great, a lot of um, entrepreneurs, a lot of uh, great people have come from relationships where they weren't valued, right? And uh, Yeah, talk about that, yeah. Huh? I said, yeah, go ahead and elaborate on that. I hear you. So, you know, if you just look at history, you know, um, if you look at people like... Uh, Nikola Tesla, who used to work with uh, Thomas Edison, and you know he he had his ideas, and uh, you know he, he didn't he didn't see the value in his ideas, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know he didn't see the value in his ideas, and Nikola Tesla went and started his own company. You following? So yeah, I hear you. I'm I'm very familiar with the backstory. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's. It's many, you know, backstories like that where, you know, you see, um, you know, people who, you know, really were in certain positions and, you know, only if they were valued, this greatness, you the, the boss could have been a part of that greatness as well, you know? So, um, you know, it's it just valuing people, I, I think is important. You know, it, it could be professional or personal. Just make sure, you know, valuing those individuals are definitely important, you know? Yes, sir. And speaking of which, with me, what you do in real estate, right? Mm-hmm. And you do showings or open houses, etc. For anybody going into real estate or for any newbies, uh, what tips and advice can you give them to work a room, right? So to work a customer in terms of uh, personality. And um, having uh, communications, communication variables. Oh, you know, man. So can you talk about those tips when it comes to open houses and, and showings of, of homes uh, in order for a customer to buy any piece of real estate from you? I think you hit the needle right on the head because personality in real estate is important. I tell people this all the time. You need to have an amazing personality. Um, two things. People do business with who they like and trust and you have to make me like and trust you because personality is important because it makes people comfortable remember that um the biggest investment most families will ever make in their lifetime is real estate all right 
I'll repeat that. Mm-hmm. The biggest investment most families have right now or will ever make is real estate. So you are an important piece to this puzzle. So now if a person is coming to me to purchase a home, they need to feel comfortable that number one, I'm knowledgeable. I know what I'm doing. Number two, that um, I can calm them down in situations where things are going left. Because sometimes, you know, I, I, I'm just talking to people and I make them feel good just based on my personality. They're laughing. They're with me. You know, you know, you understand what I'm saying, Thomas? You, of course. You gotta have an amazing, an amazing personality because it's a relationship-based business. Plus, people are coming to you, as I said, to purchase possibly the biggest investment of their life right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not only that, you know, um, I'm big, everything I really just, you know, kind of led you in on that is those same uh, intangibles and characteristics, mm-hmm. those are life skills. 100%. How to communicate, how to know people, how to read people, how to deal with an irate person or how to deal with a completely relaxed person, how to get them. Because sometimes, right, what I, what I find is, or when you meet other people, a lot of people don't get out much, man. A lot of people don't network. A lot of people don't uh, be around other types of people. So when they do business or they go into these career fields, no, they don't have any personality because they haven't met any persons. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the only way you can, the only way you can fill out certain individuals, right? The only way you know how to handle certain people. Number one, like I always talk about, in me and you, Wayne gotta know yourself you gotta know you you gotta know your weaknesses and your strong points right the reason why and you know this is not to my own horn or nothing the reason why i'm a great conversationalist the reason why uh i draw the people or people connect with me the way they do number one is authenticity you have to be you at all times that means if you witty use your wit if you have any uh you know sense of humor use a little bit of your sense of humor if you're knowledgeable about a a, a diverse range of things use that to your advantage the reason why i'm saying these things is because you never know who you're going to meet that's going to change your life right or you never know who you're going to meet whose life you're going to change and if you meet a person who's very down they're they're not optimistic they're not you know whatever whatever you can then leverage parts of you your personality right Mm -hmm. to make that person upbeat to make them laugh to make them comfortable make them smile and next thing you know you got a deal on the table next thing you know they're opening doors for you or they're thanking you for bringing the best out of them you feel me i'm I'm talking from experience you know what i'm saying you you never know who you're gonna touch when you're authentically you absolutely and build a great team of personalities like I was harboring on earlier, if you know you and you know your sense of humor isn't the best or you know you get nervous or you're shy, you need to have that next that next man or woman next to you who's bold, who's, you know, has the, the outgoing personality, you know, they spark the room, spark conversation. Put that person in position to leverage what you can. Absolutely. Right? So when you're selling a home or you're doing business or you're in a networking event, you have someone with you to offset what you don't have. So yes, I know about real estate investing. I know how to flip homes. I know how to do this and that. But you don't know how to get a conversation started necessarily. It's funny to me. You got your wing. You got your. It's funny to me. Like when wing, I go. Man. It's funny to me when I go out in the field <laughs> and I come across yeah. these agents who they're just following their customer around the house, right? That's your talk about it, Wayne. Huh? Yeah. More tips. More tips, man. Give us the tips. Yeah, you're <laughs> they're following the, the customer around the house. You know, you're not a tour guide. You're a real estate salesperson. You understand what I'm saying? Or, you know, it, it just it just like just mind bothers me that these people are just following 
the the customer around the house. You know, you're supposed to be there, you know, letting selling them, not really selling them, but giving them information. But it, it just it's, it's just like just dry, not even making any jokes. Because what I like to do is when I'm out with a, when I'm out with a with a buyer or I'm out with a seller, I'll make jokes mm -hmm. because I don't want the room to be tense. So I'll make jokes to make them feel comfortable. And you know, most of the time people have anxiety, right? When, when they're that's talking, right. What's that? I said they do. Whether you're buying a home for the first time or you're selling for the first time, definitely anxiety that. They have some kind of anxiety. They could be nervous. You understand? So what I'm doing is I'm just bringing down the anxiety levels. And I may, you know, throw a joke in there, you know, ask a question. Because when you're out with that buyer is when you're really starting to build the proof, the, the, the financial, not even financial profile, but you're getting to know the buyer. You're getting to know the person. You understand? So as you're out at that home, just starting to have conversation, just being personable is important because again, people buy with who they like and trust. So if they like and trust you, uh, they're going to buy with you. And, and one of the ways to, to start to break the ice is having these conversations. Number one, uh, having the conversation, having the conversations now opens the door for you to show how knowledgeable you are, you know, and then you're talking to them, you're seeing exactly what their needs are, what they like, what they don't like. I don't see how people, how agents don't talk to the buyers at showing or, or try to at least probe for information. You know, as you're going out with them, they'll tell you everything you need to know. You will know if you have a sale or not, or if you are, you know, I wouldn't say wasting your time, but you know, you need, you will know if this is going to go further than where it is ultimately based on the question. That's right. Asked. That's right. And, uh, what I want to speak on too, mm -hmm. right. What most people don't understand people buy you before they buy whatever product you're selling. 100%. Right? People buy into now say if you now say if you're selling the home, right? Now I'm not a real estate expert or nothing like that, but this is just me adding, you know, my senses or just my little knowledge on how people work. Because before, like I said, before any product, before any home, before any exchange in any business, the person is buying you. They're going off your energy. They're going off of how you moving with them. So if I'm coming and it's a three bedroom home and I got to sell this home to a family, the first thing they're looking at is not only the home, they looking at you first. Oh, they, how, is your shirt? Okay. How's he looking? How's he? They, they judge your appearance, right? So you got to, you know, make sure you keep yourself up, make sure you get looking up to par. But after that, that's just a prejudgment. You feel me? So you can look good you, you might can do the smell good you got the bins outside you feel me yet when you're going to sell the home they're not sold on you they're like hold on are you he, he's pushing the price on me he he's not showing the whole home for me the way he's not being as descriptive he's not being as relatable you feel me so <clears throat> i'm saying to people no matter if you got the bins or you got the honda right mm -hmm. it's so important for people to be relatable be relatable people be be you i can't stress this enough man all this goes back into you being yourself because nobody is going to buy a fake person nobody's going to buy nothing fake especially in the real estate game like people can discern people can decipher whether you're just trying to you know force a sale or just trying to get some money and versus you being genuine with your craft and Wayne, we're going to talk about that, man. Let's talk about uh, people being genuine in their purpose. You know, so can you just talk about how important it is for uh, any newbie getting into real estate to really love what they do, really find a passion for it? Of course. You know, when if you if you do, you know, they say if, if you love what you do, you would never work a day in your life. 
you know, um, in the beginning, you know, I wasn't really in love with real estate. I fell in, I fell in love with real estate. You understand? Um, mm -hmm. And not just because of the money, but because of what I started to learn. I realized from a, from a, a broad scale, right, that um, the world is ran by real estate. Do you understand? You know, everything, the structures that we see there are real estate. There are people who are just, you know, they're living and retiring, you know, off of real estate. They own buildings in Manhattan that creates millions of dollars a month residual income, right? So for me, I fell in love with the business. Once I saw, once I looked, and I've seen it from a broader perspective because sometimes you gotta have more than tunnel, you gotta have tunnel vision, but the vision also have to be bigger than that, you know? But I feel like, you know, once people understand the power of real estate, they start to fall in love with it. You know, if you're not passionate about it, then it becomes work, you know? So you, you have to be, um, you know, a person that's willing to learn and really focus on real estate itself, if that's something that you want to do. Learn as much as you can. Yeah, and I think um, what you just harbored on too, when it comes to purpose and passion, you have to be patient with your purpose and your passion, right? Because just like, you know, a lot of things didn't happen overnight, purpose and passion doesn't come overnight. That's another curated um, something that you have to curate you have to curate your passion and your purpose too right working towards it like we were talking about on the phone before the show uh, being up earlier than usual staying up later than usual um, outworking yourself you know outworking the old you like we talked about earlier right Wayne of course Le leaving, leaving the old you in the past like now um, I couldn't imagine not waking up early. You know, it's it's just the the like by the time eight o'clock hits, my phone just start going off because I'm at a different part in life now. The world needs me. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's different. It's, di it's, and, it's and different. Huh? It's different, bro. It's not only is different, but it's a it's another sense of urgency. You feel me? It's so important to have other people around you too, Wayne. Who, whose life correlates to your life, right? And I think I'm in that phase right now where I can really count on my hand how many people I have really talked to or, you know, go to for anything or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And that's because over the past, you know, five years, man, even more so recently, it's been more intense recent, uh, including, you know, a little bit this year, just the amount of people that leave your life through prayer you ask God to just reveal things to you or open up to you and in the, in, the, in the journey of your of your passion and your purpose God removes people he removes the he removes some of the the, the people who, who you thought loved the most who you love the most he removes people who aren't best for where you're going and sometimes the growing pains of success we have to grow with the growing pains of course you feel me Wayne because what? if we don't if we don't we'll be right where we prayed away we will be right where those friends who aren't good for where we're going at we'll be right where that old boyfriend or that girlfriend or that job is at you feel me we have to embrace every increment of change when it comes to your passion and your purpose even Absolutely. the changes of you learning you feel me? change how you learn change how you receive information so that you can find joy in it so that you can find happiness in what you're doing involving your craft because if you don't put time into your craft also known as to me uh god's gift to you it, it'll disintegrate it'll degenerate you won't have that's why i feel bad for people who don't quote unquote have nothing to live for that lets me know you haven't found your passion you ain't got no purpose you don't have something innate in you that you getting up early, staying up late, you taking those extra phone calls, those extra emails, you going the extra mile to be the best you 
and to provide the best service you can to other people through what you love. You feel me? Absolutely. And back to like to what you were saying about people, um, you know, I learned this, you know, a while a while ago that um, there are certain people that's going to come in your life to take you to a certain level. Once they take you to that level, they can no longer pour into you anymore. You know that you're you you know mm. it's kind of like having a sensei. Then you know you've now learned. You started as a as as you know as meek. You know you started meek. You then you learned as much as you could. You learned everything that the sensei knows. Now it's time for you to find a different sensei who can take you to the next level. You understand what I'm saying? So yes, sir. I I learned that a long time ago. You're gonna come. I'm gonna on the journey. You're gonna come across so many different people who are gonna come into your life, but. You gotta learn the gift of goodbye. They're gonna come and go. You know, there's certain people that can only take you, but so far. You know, when I was in high school, the set of friends that I had, you know, that it was cool for that time. You know, um, we went, we played basketball, we hung out. You know, but now I'm past playing basketball and hanging out. I need a new set of friends, or they need to grow and elevate. If they're not growing and elevating, then I need a new set of people that's going to take me to another level, another dimension. After you get to that, then you're going to need to 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 get another set of friends that's going to take you to another level. So we we have to learn that that your destiny is not tied to any one person or thing. They're going to come into your life, and at that point, that you're going to basically let them go and go to the next level. Yeah, if that takes that takes uh, for the audience out there, that takes an immense level of discipline. You know, that takes an immense level of focus, and and, and number three, it takes another level, even more so, of honesty. How honest are we with ourselves to let people go, to let things go? How honest with are we? Um, with how we feel towards other people you know is it what i'm trying to get to is are you willing to give up the comfortability of friends of loved ones of jobs of are you willing to give up the comfortability of what's hindering you for the uncomfortable uh things in your life that's going to force you to grow you feel what i'm saying wayne because if we don't you know, go head on and, and face head on with the uncomfortable changes. If we don't face head on our friends and our relationships that we've outgrown and that has no purpose to the life that's more purposeful than me right here, right now. If we don't have the discipline, if we don't have the focus, if we don't have all these intangibles it takes to go to the next level, we'll be stuck with them. We'll still be playing ball. We'll still be waking up late in the afternoon. We'll still be out partying every weekend, doing this, that, and the third, worrying about this girl and that girl. Like, bro, we trying to boss up. Uh, absolutely. And, and the problem with most people is you're the smartest person in your group. Man. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? A lot of people hang out with people that are beneath them. You understand? And I'm not knocking nobody out there. I'm not, don't take it the wrong way. But that's the reality. A lot of people. That's the truth, man. You, know, you ain't got to sugarcoat it. That's the truth. You go around five people, and I see it happen all the time. I go around a group of friends, and the one person in the group, one person in that group, I could start just talking about something like this, you know, just coming up with ideas. And one person in that group turns to me all the time and says, I've been telling them to do that forever. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? It's always going to be yeah. that one person that turns to me. I can go and speak to a group of people and that one person in the group is going to say to me, I've been telling my friends to do that forever because most people, again, hang out with people that are beneath them, you know, or, and they're the smartest person in the group. You know, and most people do that because they don't want to hang out with smarter people. You understand? Mm -hmm. They don't want to be pushed to be great. So
So they'd rather hang out with people that are beneath them where they don't necessarily have to use their skills. They always they they like to be on top. You know, they like to be the go-to person. Yeah, the false the false ego. You feel me? That's that's called that's a fake. That's fake, man. That's fake to me. You know, Wayne, that's fake to me that people who have knowledge or people who aren't as ignorant or people who have a, some kind of sense of themselves and direction they should be going and they don't execute on that feeling. They don't execute on those behaviors, right? To say, hey, bro, you know, we need to elevate, man, or had an uncomfortable conversation. Have some beers or some pizza, go out with your team or your friends and say, hey, bro, ain't y'all tired of the same things in life? Ain't y'all tired of the same kind of people in life? Like, ain't y'all tired of the same kind of jobs? Like, what are we going to do as men, you know, or as women? What are we going to do, y'all, to uplift ourselves? What, what you good at, bro? Or what you good at? How can I help you do this? Or how can we grow each other in these ways and enhance our gifts and enhance our abilities? And if nobody is willing to have that conversation and willing to grow from that conversation, I got to I got to keep you like a friend from a distance from that night forward or from that day forward. Gotcha. One of the most amazing things to me, man. One of the most amazing things to me is when I see a group of friends um, come up with an idea or a business venture, and they're all working on it. You know, like I, I have my my um, a few of my boys that I, I grew up with. And they came and sat down with me the other day and um, they're trying to get into real estate investment. So they just came down, sat down, had uh, some questions about getting into real estate. And um, I didn't tell them this, but it was just amazing to me to see, you know, five friends that grew up together coming together to do a venture, you know, um, and I could just see the chemistry right now. And um, it was just amazing to me. You know, to, to to see all five of them come together, and I knew that they all grew up together. They all do. They all doing their separate things, but they said, "Hey, listen, what can we do to change our futures?" They all came together, and they're looking to get some investment properties. I'm helping them out to do that. And these are individuals I knew for years, but I love the chemistry of friends working together to propel themselves to the next level. And that takes. Uh, so much pride to the side, man. People don't understand this. Men, those kind of things takes a lot of putting pride ego. to the side. It takes a lot of ego to put to the side. Why? Because you're not looking at your friends and saying, man, if they do this, they'll be better than me. They'll be above me. They'll have... Stop thinking so selfish. And you think it's selfish in a negative way the best thing to do is say, man, my man doing real estate investing, how can I work with him? You know, do I, how I put the money up? Or I know somebody who's doing that too. Let me put him with that. Right? Like I was talking to you about my friend of mine uh, who's getting into the real estate investing game, right? Mm-hmm. We we initially was going, you know, take some stuff together, do some classes together, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I say, you know what? I'm not in really the phase right now to take on another course just for education right now because I got other things I'm doing mm-hmm. as far as schooling. But I told him, I said, hey, man, you go to these seminars, you, you you go to these classes, you got your LLC now. I might not be doing the real estate right now or doing it with you, but I can put you with people who doing it. I can put you around people who in that lane and in that field because you my man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm Definitely. Like we gotta support. We gotta, we gotta support, support each other. Definitely. Yeah, regardless of if we're doing what they're doing or not. You know what I'm saying? If you if you have the resources to help your friends, right? Mm-hmm. Say if they do graphic design, you can't draw a lick. You know, you can't sketch a a stick man. But you know, <laughs> uh, two or three graphic designers at these companies. You know, one graphic uh, dude who's working at this corporation he, he's way up or this guy has a successful uh independent venture doing graphic designs and i know him i'm going to put you around these people you know and that's why i started the show too uh as far as the intelligent podcast is to showcase my network like you know getting other people involved mm-hmm. with other people Absolutely. you know if i'm not in a position to financially help you or 
uh, support you in that way monetarily. I have a, connect a good, you know, yeah, I have a good, you know, amount of people I know who know somebody who know somebody, and they can help you, you know, grow your brand or grow your. And I don't need nothing from it. I don't need no, you know, I don't need no handout. I don't need this favor for a favor. This is off the muscle. I, I want to see you do good. I do it all the time. I just, I, I do it all the time. I just connect people, and you know, I ask for nothing in return. Like most of the time, I'm connecting. If I know you do taxes and I'm connecting you with somebody when we get taxes done, or I know you a landscaper, I'm connecting you with a homeowner. You know, I, I Man, you feel me? people and that feels good. Definitely, definitely. And you know, it, it brings more business back for yourself. And they, they come back and they give you, you know, referral now because they're happy for the business. You know, so it's it's just really, you know, people helping people. And I feel like that's that's an important thing. You know, we gotta get get to that as a community, as a people, you know, getting to that point where people are helping people, you know? But yeah, Thomas, That's right. definitely, man. I, um, I wanted to thank you for having me on the, the podcast, man. It was uh, amazing. <laughs> Always a good talk, man. You know, before we wrap up, I just want to thank all the listeners, uh, all the potential listeners. I didn't even know I was on my 58th, but um, I just appreciate everybody for supporting and to anybody out there with a story, you know, with a, a journey, everybody's been through a journey. Everybody's still going through. We all still learning who we are as people. We all still learning how to do business, how to conduct ourselves. We're all still learning and striving every day. So, um, Wayne, I appreciate you again for your insight and your knowledge. This episode really was just general conversations, man, and a little bit of the real estate stuff, but as men, as friends, yeah, as yeah, business yeah, yeah. owners. Cause customers, cause you know what? Um, a lot of a lot of people know me from real estate, but um, real estate has a lot to do with entrepreneurship, you know. And um, I feel like this knowledge is important for individuals out there. You know, uh, we could talk about real estate all day, you know, but I feel agents are people who are just even in business. You know, it's that back end of it that they need. You know, because you can go to a class and learn about real estate, you know, but what they're not going to tell you is, well, you don't get a deal that first week. You know, how do you react? You know, how do you keep going? You know, so it, it still pertains to real estate or, or just sales general. You know, if you go out there and, you know, you bring a customer out, you took them for three weeks to see houses and they put in no offers or they found a deal with another agent, you know, how do you react? You know, it's the times this episode is for the people out there um, who are facing adversity or when it's time for you to face adversity, you have some audio that you can go back to and listen to and say, yeah, you know what? I don't feel that bad after all. These guys went through it too, you know? <laughs> yeah, bro. And not only that, it's, it's just a testament to um, how real as men especially you know black men as men we need to be more honest with our circumstance with our camaraderie with our friendships uh with our depression our anxiety with our fears we have to be uh, I, I know society man kind of groomed us not to be open with that but we have to I'm, I'm really speaking specifically to men you know what i'm saying we got to be open brothers we got to be expressive we have to get all this energy that we exert all this energy that's within us uh, we have to express it in healthy ways, positive ways, be encouraging, be supportive, be uplifting, you know, crack a few jokes in between, you know, just to keep it humble. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, let's chase dream, uh, have a dream to chase, encourage other people to have a purpose and uh, and be willful, be disciplined, be ambitious, uh, be urgent. You know, um, wake your friends up earlier. You know, make them stay up later, man. Let them know that this grind is real and that you're in control of your life and your destiny, even though God has a plan for you. You know, so this is the Ignorant Intelligent Podcast from my guy Cash Wayne Campbell. I appreciate everybody for listening, subscribing, commenting, listening out. Whatever you're doing to support me and support the people I support, it's all love. I look forward to having you on again, man. Thank you. Definitely, brother. It was a pleasure. I appreciate it. Yes, and I'll be sending those contacts over soon for you too, man. So I appreciate the listens, man. I appreciate you coming back on. Definitely, definitely.